all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by Small Cases. Invest in ready-made portfolios created by professionals. Good morning. It's Friday. Here's everything that you need to know to end the week on the right note. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the All You Need to Know podcast from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 1st of November. India's core sectors, ranging from cement to steel and energy, contracted the most in 14 years in September. The index fell 5.2% during the month, according to data released by the Ministry of Commerce and Industry. Core sector industries contribute to nearly 40% of the index of industrial production, data for which will be released next week. Economists have pointed out that this degree of contraction in core industry growth has not been seen in either the ongoing series or the previous one and that it clearly indicates the severity of the ongoing industrial slowdown. India's gross tax collection growth in the first six months of the ongoing financial year hit a decade low in a year when the government is almost certain to miss its fiscal deficit target. Gross tax revenue in the April to September period grew 1.5% year-on-year to 9.19 lakh crore, according to data released by the Controller General of Accounts. And in more bad news, bank credit grew at its slowest pace in nearly two years in September, despite lower rates and the government's drive to boost lending. Non-food credit growth stood at 8.1% in September compared with 11.3% a year earlier, according to the Reserve Bank of India's data. That's the lowest since October 2017. The US has won a case against India at the World Trade Organization, alleging improper use of export subsidies valued at more than $7 billion. The WTO's dispute resolution panel agreed that India gives prohibited subsidies to producers of steel products, pharmaceuticals, chemicals, information technology products, textiles and apparel to the detriment of American workers and manufacturers, according to the U.S. Trade Representative in Washington, who said this in a statement. In news in the banking space, sources have told Bloomberg Quint that Indian banks have begun reviewing stolen card data that was recently leaked on the dark web for sale. The Reserve Bank of India had sent instructions to the banks after the leak was reported on the 29th of October. Apparently, details of more than 1.3 million cards issued by Indian banks were put on a website called Joker Stash, a notorious marketplace for cybercriminals to buy and sell card data on the dark web. For more details, look up the story on the website BloombergQuint.com. In corporate news, private sector lender Indicent Bank said its board is in the process of finding the next managing director and chief executive officer. Pursuant to the recommendations of the Nomination and Remuneration Committee, the board of directors of the bank at its meeting on Wednesday finalized a potential candidate for the post. That's according to a release. 
In international news, in the United States, the House voted to adopt rules for the next more public phase of the ongoing impeachment investigation. President Donald Trump and his lawyers would be allowed to participate in more in the next stage of the inquiry. Also, House committees conducting the inquiry heard a closed-door testimony from Timothy Morrison, the National Security Council's senior director for Europe and Russia. Morrison told House impeachment investigators that he was concerned on multiple levels after learning of the administration's efforts to pressure the Ukraine government to investigate the president's political rivals in return for military aid. He also specifically identified Gordon Sondland, Trump's envoy to the European Union, as having communicated to a Ukraine official that the American military aid would be released if the country investigated an energy company linked to Hunter Biden, former Vice President Joe Biden's son. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended lower with the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 dropping a tenth of a percent and three-tenths of a percent respectively. The Dow fell over half a percent. The early risers in the Asia-Pacific region are also mostly negative. The Nikkei was losing the most ground, last I checked, down three-quarters of a percent. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how are we likely to end the week? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global queues are muted at this point of time. The SCX Nifty is also indicating a muted outlook. But there are two results from the Nifty stable that will come out today. Dr. Reddy's and Yes Bank. The other results that will come out include GSW Energy, Central Bank, Bank of India, Kansai Nerolac Paints, Karur Vesia Bank, uh, GIC Housing Finance, Hawking Cookers, uh, JK Lakshmi Cement and Vmart Retail. Among the results announced, Thirumalai Chemical, weak set of numbers as revenues dropped 26%, profit was down 81%, margins came in at 8% versus 24% due to higher raw material prices, higher financing as well as depreciation cost impacted the profits. The raw material as a percentage of sales came in at almost 70% versus 60% last time. Spandana Spurti Financial, strong set of numbers, strong set of results as NI rose 26%, total income was up 42%, profit dropped dropped 38% as deferred tax expense was up 3.6 times, but the gross loan portfolio and the AUM was up 37%, disbursement was up 45%, and NIMS came in at 18.6 versus 16.2%. Loras Lab strong set of numbers as revenues up 21%, EBITDA up 82%, net profit was up 3.5 times on the back of lower tax rate. Margins came in at 19.3% versus 12.9% as raw material as a percentage of sales fell, and high operating leverage and softer raw material prices of China aided the margins. Weak set of numbers from Blue Dart Express on the back of flat revenue growth. Net profit was impacted on account of higher depreciation and finance cost and the management commentary was also cautious. Some of the other stocks in focus, Indusind Bank has finalized the potential candidate for the position of MD and CEO who will take over on April 2020 and the bank will make the required disclosure to the exchanges post the RBI approval. Vodafone says that they are not aware of the news of Vodafone Group exiting from the India operations. HCL Tech launched a dedicated Google Cloud business unit to accelerate enterprise cloud adoption. Some of the airline stocks will be in focus. ATF price for the month of November have been cut 17%. 
Aluwalia contracts will be in focus. They received three construction orders worth 521 crores. In terms of bulk deals, Yes Bank will be in focus. Uh, the government pension fund acquired 1.3 crore shares yesterday, and Saudi Arabian Monetary Agency sold in 33 lakh shares in India Bulls Housing Finance. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloomberqueen.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab, and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Arshin. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to all you need to know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you will enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 